Why, hello, and welcome back to another, another episode of astrology. And what the heck do those zodiac signs mean? And and I'm your host, Katie, and there is no E, it's just K-A-T-I. All right, folks, well, I hope everybody's doing well out there. I thought I'd do kind of a bonus one and knock out two today. Just in case you Capricorns are just so bloody anxious to hear about yourselves. All right, well, like I said, today's episode is all about you Capricorns. Your birthday starts on December 22nd and ends on January 19th. Now, your element is Earth and your ruling planet is Saturn. And your symbol, ah, well, I was right. It's a goat. I almost... Did a freaking sheep. Bang. Your dominant keyword is I use. All right. Well, here's the damn joke about the damn Capricorns. How many light bulbs does it take for a Capricorn to screw it in? You know what the answer is to this? It's kind of humorous because my oldest daughter is a Capricorn. And I can say that this is true. Um, the answer that... <laughs> that I was told was, I don't have time for those. (laughs) So so there's that. Capricorns, I've come to know, um, have their own agenda in life. They're extremely ambitious. And those people born under the sign, I mean, you're marked by a purposeful pursuit and and your destiny. Your motivating force is desire for success, money, status, position, authority, and though you may not realize it, but for love. Capricorns are earth signs, and they're also a cardinal sign. So that's a combination of practicality. And, uh, and it produces a, a personality geared towards leadership and power. And in the Zodiac, Capricorn is linked to the Midhaven, the point at the top of the horoscope that represents high achievement. You're a born climber who's not content to poke along down in the valleys. As long as there is a top to get to from the bottom, you will persevere in striving upwards. Your symbol is the goat. And everyone knows how goats kind of bound up kind of this impassable terrain. Finding footholds, which means, in a nice way, you're stubborn as shit. (laughs) That once you dig your hooves in, yeah, there's no moving you or going around you. And I can say this because my oldest daughter never took no for an answer. And she is one of the hardest working people. I've ever seen. I've seen her personal drive and I've seen her climb up ladders her whole life. And I'm, I'm very proud of her and where she is today because it took a lot of hard work and it also took not hearing the word no. Now, I do want to share this with you Capricorn something, no matter what you do, You're not going to achieve perfection. 
You know, um, don't be so damn hard on yourself. Even if you fail, get back up and do it again and do it better. Do it better the next time. And don't let it eat you alive. Move on. You know, consider that just a little tiny setback and get past it. And you're charming and you're funny and people are drawn to you. People, you could be sitting in a room and people want to come sit with you because maybe you look interesting. Maybe you look like you'd be entertaining. Now, every every Capricorn I know is extremely entertaining. <laughs> I mean, uh, my oldest daughter, when she was, I think, 14... I was trying to get in from outside and she thought she'd be funny and locked the door. And then she put her fingers up on either side of her head, kind of like making devil horns. And then she'd unlock it and then she would put her hands together, kind of making a halo, you know, like in a circle with her hands above her head. So, yeah, I can honestly say my oldest daughter and every other Capricorn out there probably has both of those sides to them (laughs) where they could be like Sour Patch Kids. You know, really sour and has a hell of a kick. But after you get past that part, then it's all good because then it's sweet. So, yeah. (laughs) You're ambitious and you're practical. And above all, you're determined. I think I've been saying this all along. You want to put any knowledge that you have to use. Your active mind quickly grasps ideas and you have an admin, like a huge ability to concentrate. You are precise and orderly. I wonder if that means you have ADD. I'm sure that that's part of it too, where everything has its place. And I bet you have it in a certain way. And if people mess with that certain way, then you get pissy. <laughs> Genuinely, you don't trust others to look in after details. When you give your word, you stick to it. And when you undertake a task, you complete it to the best of your ability. You tend to fuss over details and make sure all the contingencies are covered. And it's your way of being in control. Because of your diligence, people sometimes fail to give you credit for creativity. But yet you're highly creative. Your skills is to link this to your talent for organization. You put dreams into action and are especially drawn to the artistic arena and the performing arts. Hmm, That's really funny because that's kind of what my oldest daughter does for a living. She edits TV shows and movies. So, oh, there's that. (laughs) And you think of yourself as a real person in a real world that allows little time for idle pleasure seeking in certain ways you you'd be a strict parent on yourself but in other ways you want to have adventure all along the way too god to be torn down the middle like that dang you feel like you can only depend on one person yourself you know you the child inside of you feels unworthy and your lifelong lesson is to shed this feeling And learn to love yourself. Um, You know, that's a good lesson for all of us. You know, you can tell somebody that they're pretty or they're handsome. But if they don't learn to believe it within themselves, it's going to affect you. 
Even if you're not the skinniest, even if you're not the tallest, the smartest, the funniest, or the most talented, you're important. You're important to the people in your life, your family, your friends, your grandparents. So yeah, am I talking to my younger listeners? Yes, if you're having a rough time, find something within yourself to hold on to because you are important. You're important to your family and your friends and everyone in your life. You know, we all say, you know, I used to have a huge weakness for people that would tell me that they didn't have any friends because my first instinct was to look at them and say, well, I'll be your friend. You know, here I am like freaking five years old and I'm watching Sesame Street and Grover looks out at the screen and he says, I just want want to have you as a friend. And I said out loud, I'll be your friend. So I've been very blessed in that department that I've gained some really exceptional friends over the years just by saying, I'll be your friend. And, and they never forget you for it. You know, just recently, I haven't spoken to one of my friends in a couple of years. And out of nowhere, I get this tech message. This is still Katie's number. And I'm like, yes, who is this? And and her name was Don, but I always called her Donbo. And we did so many things back when we were younger. <laughs> she knew me before I could drive a car. <laughs> and she was so much fun. And it was neat playing catch up. And she was a person that needed a friend. So I'm very thankful. When I needed a friend, she was right there for me, only she didn't even know it. I was having a rough day that day. My poor bunny rabbit's not doing so hot. Well, she's doing much better now, but um, she wasn't at the time, and I was really worried. And I know to most people, a bunny rabbit is a fucking bunny rabbit, but when you have a mini lot bunny and they give you kisses like a puppy dog, and they come to you when you call them, come here. Now, this is kind of humorous, okay? The bunny that I'm speaking about, her name is Emmett. Yes, I said her name. Her name is Emmett because when we bought her from the pet store, we were told she was a boy. So she is still Emmett, no matter. She still comes to it. She knows that that's her name. So why the hell change it? I could have, I guess, suppose I could have changed it to Emma or Emily or some shit, but you know, she's Emmett, so screw it. <laughs> but she's she's made me change how I think of bunny rabbits. I mean, especially when they have these long droopy ears. To me, they look like hippies with long hairs from the 60s. All right, anyway, enough about my bunny rabbit. I, I just love her to death. Now, there's a few things you Capricorns need to remember. Have some self-discipline and also allow yourself to make mistakes. Don't be so disciplined that you're pissed at yourself or others because they're not living up to these huge expectations that you have. You know, you want to keep towing the line. Step over the damn thing once in a while. It's all right. It's not going to hurt you to step over that damn little friggin' line. That line sucks. Nobody likes boundaries. Nobody likes lines. That's just what's up. But do it within the law. <laughs> Please don't break the law and, and, and stepping over that line. How's that? Or 
you know, not listening to your parents. Listen to them. They do know a thing or two. Parents may not know everything, but they know enough to not want you to make the same mistakes. Especially if you've got a good parent that's always telling you, oh, you be careful doing this, you be careful doing that. Because maybe when they did it, they weren't so careful. And also, I'm going to, to share something with you. You must allow yourself to be spontaneous and play and run. Allow yourself that. You know, sometimes your spirit is often misunderstood by others. You know, it's been described as cold passion. And I can kind of understand that because Capricorns, you, Capricorns are like cancers. You never really, really legit know what's going on under the surface until you press the wrong button like, oh shit, I just launched a missile. And I'm here to tell you, you know, it, cancers and Capricorns alike um, and like can smile, but there's a lot more going on underneath. And if you have a Cancer or a Capricorn that's important in your world, you got to pay attention to their body language and their eyeballs because both of those things say a hell of a lot more than their mouth does. So if you love them, pay attention to them because they say more than you think they are. You know, you're, you're very self-sufficient and it's because of that need to organize and control your surroundings. And on an occasion, you take a strong hand in other people's lives. To you, it's not meddling, but handling things better. <laughs> okay, I can name a few signs that feel that way. That, you know, oh, to them, it's not meddling or butting into you or telling you how to live your life. But they know how to do shit better. Well, I'm here to tell you, do you want that done to you? You just keep it up. Because that's why there's fire signs. Because we're feisty as shit. You know, just like, you know, talking about the Sagittarians and talking about the Leos. I mean, don't take us, don't, don't take us shopping with you. We'll look at you and if you look fat in an outfit, we're going to tell you. It's, it's, it's like, oh, really, are you going to wear that? I can see the dimples in your ass cheeks. You just don't want to take us with you if you don't want to hear the brutal truth. <laughs> you know, and believe it or not, you're reserved. But beneath that, you're sensitive and, and a very sympathetic person. And anyone who needs a strong shoulder to lean on wouldn't look further than a Capricorn. You know, Capricorns do have a way of making you see shit that you didn't see before. I've learned a lot from my oldest daughter. Truly, I'm very blessed. Good head on her shoulders. Didn't have to worry about her like I do my son, who, wants, who when he was, I think, 11, decided to jump out of our second story you know, house onto a trampoline. Um, my oldest wouldn't have done it, but she would have put some, but she put him up to it. I know it. Even though it's never like been confirmed, I know it. It's just one of those things. You know, you don't deserve your reputation, reputation for being gloomy or somber. You know, one of your more striking characteristics is your sense of humor. My oldest daughter is hilarious. I can honestly say that. I mean, she's had me bust a gut laughing at times. You know, and your wit may be dry or incisive, but <laughs> your 
It's extremely funny and and has a way of erupting when others aren't expecting it. Yep, that's that's true, I believe. And um, as in your nature and with everything else in life, you are cautious and conservative with money. Chances are you will, like, get a lot of wealth during your lifetime, usually in your later years, because you know how to make sound investments in business and your success is due to painstakingly preparation. Yes, I'm surprised that that Cancers and, and Capricorns don't date more. I mean, because um, for Cancer, money means stability. And this is equally important to the Capricorn. I mean, can you imagine both of those signs going into business together? They may be extremely successful or they may extremely suck because they may both be too reserved to take a chance to really leap out the window and say, yay, is there a trampoline waiting for me? (laughs) I want you to remember something. The journey of 10,000 miles will always begin with one step and you know you can't get anywhere unless you first know where you're going you may not size up a situation as quickly as some but this can be an advantage for you for it means you won't headlessly plunge in instead you will research examine what others have done before you and gather all the relevant data only then, and a, and a really thorough understanding of the details, will you begin to move. For God's sake, people, man, just go with it. I mean, I, if there was something I wanted to tell Capricorns, it's quit, quit doing your research on every little nook and cranny. Go by your gut. Go by yourself. You, because, you know, it's like I've told one of my friends, and I've said this for years, you know, your gut instinct, man, that's better than any friend that you can have because your instincts, that's the inside of you wanting what's best for you. You know what's best for you. So stop making stupid decisions. And for you, you tend to see things black and white. And I'm here to tell you, everything in this world is not black and white for sure. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to move on to who the Capricorns are, like, compatible with. Oh, Capricorn and Aries. They'll get along as lovers. But even in bed, there'll be arguments about money, friends, socializing, and who's boss. <laughs> you know why? Because an Aries has a set of horns and so does Capricorn. So, um, basically, it's saying in that Capricorns and, and, and Aries were temperamental and emotional. So this might be better suited in an arena rather than a home. <laughs> so the Capricorn and the Taurus. Taurus admires Capricorn's strength of purpose and Capricorn is delighted with Taurus' affectionate ability and their stability. Taurus can get aloof and cautious Capricorn may have a fit (laughs) or encourage, you know, but both have an earthly passionate nature 
and sensual Taurus can tap that deep well of romanticism that lies under the Capricorn's reserve. Okay, Capricorns and Geminis. Capricorn will have a hard time holding the reins on the excitable, flirtatious, wayward Gemini. All of the Capricorn's patience is is needed to deal with a partner who is like considers the Capricorn the most important and the most like they can't live without him. Capricorn prizes under control and approaches life in a practical, determined manner. And Gemini is disorganized, high-strung, and erratic. So, yeah, no, this might be fun in the beginning, but you know what? It's going to quickly cool off. Now, let's see what it says about Capricorns and Cancers. Oh, Lordy Jesus. These two are sexually attracted to each other, but need all the harmony they can find in the bedroom to offset the disorder they've created everywhere else. Sensitive Cancer will resent Capricorn's domineering manner, and Capricorn isn't willing to put up with a Cancer's endless emotional demands. Cancer's need for warmth will be frustrated by Capricorn's aloof coolness. Both fear rejection, but Cancer's tendency is to withdraw, and Capricorn is going to become kind of like a tyrant. And so these two zodiac opposites um, may not work out so hot. Capricorns and Leos, or ordered, organized Capricorn, neither understands nor approves the Leo's nature and impulsiveness. Capricorns cannot stand Leo's habit of leaping first and looking afterwards. Now, I think that's what a, a Capricorn needs. I think a Capricorn needs for a Leo to grab them up and leap off the roof and see what happens. I think, I mean, I think that personally it might be a little bit funny to see a Capricorn freak out, but I'm not going to encourage that. Don't do that to the Capricorns, you know, because they've got good intentions. They want to make sure that everything's going to be all right. And it was because they did every ounce of research on it before they want to get involved. So yeah, don't do that. I just think it'd be funny. See, the Capricorns is really a reserved person to give the Leo the admiration that it needs. And proud Leo will not give in to the Capricorn's domineering ways. Well, yeah, because Capricorns and Leos alike want to rank number one. They don't want to be number two, number three, number four. They want to be number one. Number one. You know, and they also both want to rule the bedroom. So, yeah, no, no. (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, want to see a Capricorn and a Leo hang out. Yeah, no. Okay, the Capricorn and the Virgo. Virgo's neat, orderly mind meshes well with Capricorn's self-discipline and capacity for hard work. Both take pride in their home and enjoy having a few close friends rather than many acquaintances and admire each other's intellectual abilities. There is no reason that this duo shouldn't work except the bedroom, where Virgos needs a stronger push than the reserved Capricorn likes to give. Neither finds it easy to spontaneously be affectionate. However, this is the only minus entry on a balance sheet full of pluses. Oh, well, that's interesting. Well, then, well, one of you push and one of you take, and then you guys can take turns, you know, eating pizza. <laughs> Capricorn and Libras. Capricorn is intrigued by the magnetic Libra, and Libra is charmed by Capricorn's slowly revealed passions. 
but over the long term, Libra needs more excitement, romance, and beauty than Capricorn can provide. Capricorn is not um, oriented towards social and artistic pursuits, which is Libra's favorite activities. Capricorn prizes discipline and responsibility and finds Libra's altogether too uh, vain and self-centered and lazy. Libra turns restrict, like reserved and starts to look elsewhere. Throw in some Capricorn jealousy to keep the cauldron bubbling and there's a recipe for disaster. Capricorn and Scorpio. Scorpio's powerful, sensual kindles Capricorn's slumbering passions. Oh my God, really? Come on now. Oh, Capricorns, come on, lighten up a little bit. You know, be the first one to get the, get the fire cooking. Scorpio is more imaginative at being a lover, but Capricorn's stamina is a delightful match. Okay, that's just fun. Scorpio's possessiveness spells security to Capricorn. These two work well as a team. Capricorn is highly organized and Scorpio has a kind of a naive shrewdness. Both prize discipline and accomplishment. Each is strong-willed, and sometimes Scorpio's renowned temper comes up against a Capricorn's stubbornness. Their battle will be the royal, the most, like, biggest royal battle of it all. But so so will their makeups. Oh, well, yeah, so you'll make up well. Oh, that's great. Scorpio's, oh, no, 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 Capricorn's and Sagittarius. It's Capricorn is cheered by optimistic Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is intrigued by Capricorn's depth and self-containment. All too soon, though, Capricorn becomes annoyed by the Sagittarius's fickle attitude and total need for freedom without strings. <laughs> Capricorn senses that it cannot count on Sagittarius's loyalty through thick and thin, and is frustrated by Sagittarius's nonchalant in love. Also, Sagittarius's is impetuous and have a free and easy spending habit which freaks the Capricorns out, you know? And so basically this might bind well at first, but it's going to end, end badly. A Capricorn and a Capricorn. Well, I guess you wouldn't have to worry about money because you both would be like-minded there. <laughs> Capricorns approve of people like themselves, of course. So with these two, there's no lack of mutual respect and regard. Both are conscious, reserved personalities who work hard and love to save money. See, there you go. But even compatibility can sometimes be dull. They'll be well-matched sexually, but in other areas, they encourage each other's tendencies to be gloomy and pessimistic. Neither one can relax or let down its hair. As partners, they're okay, but not much fun. Love travels um, are an utmost, almost like, uh, it says something about a downhill road. So I was saying, honestly, the Capricorns and Capricorns that this is going to be dull and basically it's going to go downhill. Okay. So Capricorns and Aquarius, Capricorns find Aquarius too unpredictable. Oh yeah. It sounds to me like Capricorns enjoy having a good idea what's going on in their world or what's going to happen. Capricorns 
um, conventional approach quickly irritates the adventuresome Aquarius. And Aquarius believes in self-expression. Capricorns also believe in self-discipline. And Aquarius is somewhat a rover. While Capricorns prefer home and hearth, or, you know, home and, like, comfort, freedom-loving Aquarius won't stay bound for long to the Capricorn. However, they should like each other, and love can turn into friendship. Yeah, who the hell wants that? Capricorn, and, well, love and friendship, yes, that's important. (laughs) Capricorn and Pisces. Capricorn provides... A balance for Pisces drifting dreaminess and supplies that stability that Pisces needs and admires. There's nothing Capricorn likes better than being admired. Capricorn is is like a <laughs> is like Captain Hook, but the Pisces is more like Smee. <laughs> Pisces taste for the bizarre may even be an influence to the Capricorn's conventional passions. Pisces' generous affections and Capricorn's strong sense of loyalty combined can make each other safe and protected. And these different people can match each other's needs. Oh, well, isn't that just interesting? Okay, my little little Capricorns. The next and very last part of my episode talks about your self-care. It tells me to tell you to plan a family reunion. You know, you feel strongly about the past and family traditions are important to you. So, and that I think you have a natural curiosity on where you come from. Where do you get certain traits that you have? And also get your calcium. You know, it's like for some reason you guys kind of have fragile bones. And so make sure you get your calcium and buy some black tulips. It's a unique flower and it appeals to a Capricorn for some reason. Maybe because it kind of represents a finer kind of flower. You know, and buy some good sneakers because your feet, you know, are important to you. And... Seek out the terracotta for your outdoor spaces. You know, it's a perfect material for you Capricorns to use in your garden, your terrace, or other outdoor spaces. It's kind of like an earthware. Earth things are important. And meditate on the color nut brown. You know, because I think that if you garden or you just venture out and even plant something, that because you're an earth sign, this is important to you. Um, Touching the dirt is going to make you feel better. I'm not saying as an Aries, because I'm a fire sign that I need to go and make a fire or I would be fun. I love putting fires in the fireplace, but I mean, I don't want anybody burning anything down. Also use a blackboard. You know, it's like you really like nostalgic things, things that were once used. You appreciate those things about it and make a family tree. Like I said before, when it had to do with um, doing a family reunion, is you want to know where you came from. It's important to you. And also, learn to shut your mind off when you're going to bed. Like, calm your mind. Read a book or think happy thoughts. You know, watch a Disney movie. It's full of happy thoughts. So, and 
buy, you know, and for some reason you love shoes. So if you don't go buy new sneakers, buy like a cute pair of shoes or, you know, something that really tickles your fancy. For some reason, it makes you really giddy. And, um, like, because you have like a hardworking nature or you have an appreciation for fine craftsmanship. So try getting some really cool wood furniture. And um, you also love birch trees, like commune with them, you know, maybe because of the way they have like the colors and the little like, I don't know, indentations in the tree, you know, and embrace your inner Elvis. Elvis Presley, he was a Capricorn. I mean, look at it. You want to talk about uh, a guy that made a shit ton of money and had diamond rings all over his hand and his outfits were like just completely way out there. And for God's sake, stop the hurried pace. And take a, take a deep breath, stop, and just look around and admire something for a minute. And buy an hourglass. And sometimes you guys aren't that great with your time constraints. And play an instrument. And uh, I have to say this, having crystals myself, you know, get yourself a black hematite. It's a black little shiny dark stone, but it looks almost metallic. It's really cool looking. And so, yes, get you one of those, you know, and for God's sake, sip a martini. Um, For some reason, it represents the finer things in life. I like a martini, please, with one of those olives in it. You know, and surround yourself with the scent of pine. See, here we go. Talk going back to the trees and taking a minute. And um, add some rosemary and thyme to your food. I think you'll be, because it comes from the earth and grows from the earth, that maybe it would make you feel relaxed. Like, hey, this is great herbs. And I am so not going to tell you to get this for you or get this, but... Yeah, it says get a, um, a simple tattoo. Don't don't do anything stupid like a heart or I love mom or even a girlfriend's name, boyfriend's name. Don't do this to yourself. <laughs> just don't. I mean, there's just rules of thumb. You can get a symbol that can represent somebody you love and care about. That's kind of better than putting their name on you. At least you can say, hey, I've got this and this reminds me of you. But, you know, tattoos are not for everyone. And uh, find your inner ballet dancer, you know, like stretch your arms out, leap across the room. Might be silly, but might make you giggle for a minute. And go get a deep tissue massage. You guys carry your stress in your back just like cancers. God. Or try an exotic flavor. Now, don't go overboard because it could really mess up your stomach, you know, or, you know, what? add some zing with your vinegar, like it vinegar, you know, like salad dressing. And um, it also says, brings up um, another stone, which is recharge yourself with a smoky quartz. What's really cool about a smoky quartz is it looks kind of brown, but it looks kind of clear. And it's in the rose quartz's family. So if you walk into, let's just say a gem shop and say, hey, can I see what a, a smoky quartz looks like? They'll be quick to show it to you. And um, always have a nice spiffy outfit. Either keep a tuxedo or keep a pretty dress handy. Because once in a while, if you do keep money, go out there and go and splurge on yourself once in a while. Go out for a good evening and, 
and be excited for going to a concert, going to the theater, whatever. And uh, incorporate your life into your decor, you know, at your house, at your job. If you have your own space, make it your space. And uh, try a new spin on an old favorite, you know. I mean, people have popcorn. Add something new to it when you eat it. And I want you to remember something. I want you to breathe because when people take deep breaths, you know, that's, believe it or not, your body's way of dealing with stress. It doesn't want you to stress and worry because I believe that when you take a deep breath and you exhale, that it's a reminder that you took that breath for a reason. And uh, stand as strong as a mountain. You're stronger than you think you are. You know, and you can handle shit. Just remember that always. All right. Well, my wonderful, amazing, great Capricorns. I really enjoyed doing this podcast. There were so many wonderful, positive, like giddy things about this sign. So on my next episode, we're going to be talking about those wonderful Aquariuses. (laughs) I just love the Aquariuses, and I'm going to tell you why in my next episode. So make sure you tune in for it. And until next time, my friends, take a deep breath, because life's worth living. All right, bye now.